Welcome to season two of Tell Me Something Good About Retail. I'm your host, Bob Fibbs, the Retail Doctor. You can find out more about me by going to retaildoc.com, where you'll find out I'm one of the foremost experts on brick and mortar retailing. Every week, I invite guests, vendors, and brick and mortar retailers to share their successes and their innovations to make the shopping experience fun. I believe we can change the world by those who are working in shopping and retail, so let's get to our first guest. Today, I'm talking to Mark Killens, VP of Content and Community at Drift. He's talking today about his early days of working at a college bookstore in the Northeast, how to connect future customers to you in real time, and how to have more conversations through your website. Let's get going. Well, welcome, Mark Killens, VP of Content and Community at Drift, previously VP and founder of the HubSpot Academy. How the hell are you? I'm doing well, Bob. It's such a pleasure to be speaking with you. You and I go way back. I was trying to think, have we gone back like nine years? I think it could be that long because of uh, when did you start with HubSpot? 2010. Yeah, it easily could be that that same time. So, well, I appreciate you joining me on this call. I know you are the master of marketing. You're the master of an awful lot of engagement. I love the idea that it's unless it's excellent, you don't want to do it and you want to fail fast and all that kind of stuff. But for our 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 listeners out there that don't have any idea who you are, um, who are you and what do you have to do with uh, with marketing and with drift and et cetera? Sure. One minute intro. I've been in this digital marketing, inbound marketing, Internet marketing, whatever you want to call it, space for over a decade now. I was one of the first 1000 businesses to use HubSpot. HubSpot is a marketing and sales platform now. Uh, and I then joined HubSpot and worked my way through eight and a half years at HubSpot all the way up to be becoming a, a vice president, really owning a large part of the content and community strategy of HubSpot, uh, built a brand called HubSpot Academy, educating and inspiring hundreds of thousands, millions of people. Now I'm at Drift, joined Drift almost four months ago. Can't believe it's only been four months. Feels like a lot longer. It's a fantastic business. It's a business also building a marketing and sales uh, solution. It's, it's really the best in class, though, solution for conversational marketing and sales. It's a new category. HubSpot built what many of you folks probably know as inbound marketing. Drift has built this category called conversational marketing and even conversational sales. We can talk all about that, Bob, but that is the one minute on me. All right. Very good. Well, how did you start out? I know that you worked, I think you worked in retail uh, when you were in college, right? Yes. I, I actually had a great retail job. It was awesome. It was at the University of New Hampshire computer store. Wow. And I was one of the first campus Apple, Apple campus reps. Oh. I was one of the first ones in that program. They spun up back in 2003. Wow. So what did you learn from a job in retail that might have come forward with you? It's literally, Bob, as you probably know, all about how you treat the customers and the conversations you have with them. It's that simple. Um, you know, I would help people at the UNH computer store when they were joining the college as a freshman. I remember 
the parents coming in with them right throughout the summer. They would go to the computer store. This was still when you know internet you know shopping was was big, but was wasn't as big as it is today. In fact, yeah. the funny story, Bob, is the UNH computer store it just shut its doors officially forever, like a year ago. They just couldn't compete. But um, I remember getting these people in, and then I would see the same faces of these students over the course of two, three, four years. I worked there for basically four years, and I would keep them in mind as they walk in and say, oh, hey, so-and-so. Some of them, I would remember their names, some of this. But like at the end of the day, it's, it all started with how you greeted them, how you helped them understand why they should buy something, why they needed that thing, what was their situation, and really make it about how this product that you're trying to sell them could help them in some way so that you built trust, you built credibility on your side, you built confidence with them because this was more of a right. considered type purchase, right? It's a, it was a right. $2,000 computer. Sometimes they bought the printer, the software, it was three, $4,000 and built that confidence with them. So they left and they gave you those, you know, two, $3,000 and they left excited and ready to get going with that, with that new piece of, of computer or software they bought. Yeah, but it wasn't just about the product, and that's where you uh, know, intimately know my uh, retail doc, uh, Sykes. We've been working together for so long. Um, you know that my whole thing is unless we have a conversation and become a trusted advisor, it doesn't matter what the widget is. I mean, I'm product agnostic. I don't give a damn what your product is. If I don't feel something when I walk in the door, you don't value my time, I'm pretty much out, which sounds like uh, kind of the same thing you're doing with Drift. Is that uh, is that kind of on the mark? Exactly correct. I mean, Bob, has any sale other than, you know, you buying toothpaste, for example, <laughs> has any like, you know, decent sized sale happened without a conversation? No. So there you go. And and how do we have conversations today? We've been trained by like four or five companies, Amazon, Apple, Google, Facebook. There's like one or two more. We've been trained by them in a number of different ways. One of the things we've been trained on is we have unlimited options. We have unlimited ways in, in some regards in terms of what to buy. Everything's been commoditized. So the options and how you can buy things, what you can buy, where you can buy them, they're infinite almost. We have unlimited information now. And these companies have trained us to communicate in a way that is online now, much more based in real-time instantaneous yeah. messaging. So how does Drift help with that? Since you're dying to tell me, I'm sure. So <laughs> I am dying because, like, you know, like you do a lot of the, the side on the retail side, right? In-person conversations, right. in-person. Now these companies have trained us to have these, these conversations online. So we basically, at the highest levels, help connect you, your future customers, you know, now with your sales team. It's, it's like, it's that fast. So instead of waiting to have a conversation, someone comes to your website, they want to have a conversation with you and there's no way for them to start that conversation or have that conversation. We help connect your future customers with your sales team right now. And really that's a, a paradigm shift because what I did at HubSpot and I still love HubSpot, Bob, love HubSpot, inbound marketing, still a great way to get people to your website, to your business. However, that's only half the equation. You need to do both things today. You need to get them to your website and now you need to engage with them, understand them at a deeper level, understand how you can help them, understand why they might buy from you. 
why you might want them as a customer and recommend the, the best things for them. And that could be product, but that also could just be an idea, a piece of content, whatever. So you can truly have a good conversation with them and be, be in a place so that when they are ready to have a conversation with you, because they have, they have the attention on you and attention, right. you, know, you know, it's precious, right, Bob? Like with retail Absolutely. attention, I mean, people have no attention spans. What'd you say? People have, no, people have no attention. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's, so that's the whole point, right? It's how to have more conversations um, through your website uh, and, and connecting uh, your buyers that are interested, you know, to buy right now with your sales team. Well, I like your idea that it's conversations, not forms, but um, are you just talking about putting bots on there? Because I got to tell you, I got some, I got a bot on my site and i don't know if it's just that i'm not ready for it or they're not ready for it or or whatever it is is that what it is we're just going to go to ai and things are going to just be talking to us or is it human to human conversation what are you talking about here yeah it's a, it's a good question so there's really two overarching things there's bots that facilitate an introduction to a human and then there's live chat and live chat is a human is ready to go ready to have a conversation with this website visitor right now. The biggest flaw people make when introducing, uh, I'll start with bots, is they try to have a bot on their website that first off asks a very bad question, meaning you go to the <laughs> website and the bot asks, how can I help you? Bob, right. would you ever recommend a person, and you do, you've trained millions of people, go into a retail store and ask, how can I help you? Uh, no, I wouldn't. That's what I see on the internet though with these bots. It's terrible. Right. So don't ask that. Don't say that. Right. Greet them with some context around what you do. You know, it could be your, your value prop, your high level value prop. Right. It could be something that you help them solve. Right. Make that the first greeting question they see in that bot on the bottom right hand side of the website, typically, instead of how can I help you? And then second, the biggest thing I see with bots that people make mistakes with is they try to have the bot. Um, understand, and this is where you think like, AI is working, but it's really not. They try to have the bot understand what the person is saying. The context, right? right? The, yeah, exactly. Exactly, the context. Yeah. Don't do that. Instead, use what we call bot responses and bot answers. So what that means is when the bot shows a question, the bot will then immediately after showing that question, show two, three, or four button answers that a person interacting with that bot can select. And once someone selects one of those things, say like, yeah, I'm interested in learning more about your product. Maybe that's a button response. It's a really conversational tone. The bot's going to give a response back, just like a human would expect another human to say. And then the bot might ask another question, depending on the context of the conversation. And then you get to the human being. And then depending on what, what no, it depends on what the buyer wants, Bob, right? Then they might, then the bot might route in a human being or might schedule a meeting with a human being. But it really depends on what the buyer on that website right now wants to do. So what kind of success stories can you give me? Give me an example of somebody that, that said, oh, my God, this is the best thing since, uh, I don't know, sliced bread, HubSpot, uh, retail talk. What, what's the, what would be a good story of somebody who might have uh, used this? Yeah, I mean, there's many examples. We actually just announced, if you were to drift.com and just go slash uh, case studies, you know, case dash studies, you'll find them all. But. Marketo. Marketo actually is a customer. Marketo is a marketing automation platform. Right. Uh, and we, we mostly have B2B customers. We do have some B2C. It's like, it's like 75, 25. But again, like any type of considered purchase, right? Like think about buying a car, going to college, 
buying a high-end piece of a, of, uh, uh, workout equipment, buying, you know, even um, some type of high-end subscription, right, uh, that's B2C facing. It, Drift is great for this. Conversational marketing is perfect for this because you need to help under, you need to help people understand why they should buy something. So Marketo is, uses Drift. We just uh, announced this amazing success story with Marketo. They went through a ton of, or they had a ton of success with Drift. They had, I think it was 8,000 plus conversations since they implemented Drift. And at the end of the day, what those conversations all led to was a 10% increase in pipeline. And, wow. and, and, that's huge. and well, yeah, because they, they have hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue, Bob. So 10%, that's, that's, a, that's like tens of millions of dollars in revenue. <laughs> and, and absolutely. And who would they get contact? Who do they get connected with a real uh, sales rep from Marketo? Or is it some offshore person who's spoofing us to believe that it's, you know, Jane when it's somebody else? Or how does that work? Is every business different? Or it's a really good question. Actually, that that goes to the, the second answer I wanted to give around live chat. So the bot, you should never make it seem like a real person is behind a bot if it's truly a bot. So we call uh, the bot on drift.com, Driftbot, right? There's, you can give it any name, right? Funny names, just, you can give it what, you know, the Wistia, W-I-S-T-I-A, it's a video hosting company, right. calls it like the Lenny bot. It's the dog around the office, Lenny, Lenny bot. It's hilarious. <laughs> so... So, you know, you can give the bot whatever name you want. Just make sure it's not a human and make sure you use like an, like an animated like, character face. Um, but when it is a human, right, when it's truly live chat, then you can flip it over to show the human face. You can show the person's name. And what the, what the bot's going to do is either going to get someone to human right away as part of that conversation. And that's definitely what Marketo and other, or, you know, other top customers do they have a sales development rep team they have some human team behind the scenes waiting to have these conversations uh -huh. or you know maybe you have an account executive team too most likely you do you could also just have the bot schedule a meeting either with the sales development rep or with the account executive right in that bot flow in case the buyer doesn't have time to have a live conversation or they don't nice. need to have a live conversation it's it's both well, I think that's kind of the challenge, isn't it? Because on the one side, you think, all right, someone's on my site. I've got to answer them right this second. But let's be honest. I mean, like a site like mine, I have people from Australia and India and all kinds of places that wanted me to chat right then. It's like, um, yeah, it's two in the morning in New York. I'm probably not going to be set myself as available on a on a conversation. But having that ability for them to choose a conversation at a more convenient time, that's got to be, um, again, it's, it's helpful, but it's also human, right? Yes. I mean, that's the kind of thing that you would expect if, if you called and you got your secretary, she would say, well, he can't come, you know, can't speak right now. How about if we put you in the calendar? Uh, that seems to make, um, I like that. Well, let's move, let's, uh, 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 let's go on a little bit more about you. So um, what do you think the biggest challenge that you've run into in the last, I don't know, two to three years and how you handled it? I think this is a challenge that any business listening to this podcast is facing right now, Bob, and I'd love, I'd love your perspective. The amount, it goes back to something I said at the beginning of the podcast, the amount of information uh, is insane. What do yeah, you think? I, like, <laughs> I, and unfortunately, as a, as a retail expert, I'm the one out there trying to get even more of my stuff out there, right? Because frankly, we're all in this overdrive to produce content. We're all becoming the channel of one. We're all realizing that 
you know, the only one that's going to make me is if I can break through it. I look at you, you're on Medium, you're on LinkedIn, you're on all these other places, mm. in addition to Drift, right? Because our personal brands are what has to keep cutting through all the time. And while that's fine, we don't have the time to listen to other people, which is what I, I, I find myself, as you say, oh, I don't have time to read that. But then we just kind of continue to just get further into our own cocoons, don't you think? I agree. And this is why I joined Drift, one of the reasons. When you have someone who comes to your website, and they could come to your website because they clicked on an ad, they got an email, they remembered you somehow by looking at a billboard, they uh, just thought of you when they were sleeping and woke up and came to your website for some reason, right? Now is the time. When they are on your website, if they need to talk to you, now is the time to be ready to have a conversation or schedule a time to have a conversation. Yeah. And that is the whole point of conversational marketing and sales and drift. And the old way, you would have to fill out a form, wait, maybe never hear back, wait many days, whatever, get some emails, never get followed up. It's, it's horrific, right? You're, it's like, it's like basically, you're chasing each other the whole time, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's like they're saying your store is closed for business. Your store is never closed for business anymore. Your website should be the, your store. It is your store. And it should be the front of it. And you should always be ready to have a, a great conversation with someone. Can't, can't disagree with that. So what do you think um, you would tell a friend who's going into retail? You sit down, a buddy of yours is there in Boston, all your young buck buddies out there. You've gone out drinking. He says, hey, I got to talk to you, Mark. I'm thinking of opening my own retail store in, uh, I don't know, Back Bay somewhere. Mm. And you're like, okay, what's your best shot? So what would you tell somebody like that? So first off, everything's been commoditized. Just like, lay out the truth, right? Everything, <laughs> it, is, it is, right? <laughs> but you say that, but I, hold on a second. Hold, I, I am going to take a little exception. Okay. So if that's the case, then why are craft beer places all over the place. Why do we have so many versions of coffee shops and farm to market no, and everything else? I no, mean, we, not everything's being commoditized. We're valuing stuff that isn't. No, wouldn't you agree? This is no, no, no. So this, like, what I would, I would argue, craft beer is commoditized because there's so many options. What is more important now is brand mm. and experience. So, uh, totally agree. So that's 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 the secret, I think. <laughs> that is the secret, but but again, you know, you and I both know, it's one thing to say it. It's another thing to deliver it 100%. I, right? I agree. So you can say, we're going to value every guest that walks in the door. Well, so what? But how are you going to show that? What does that look like? And how does that happen with every employee you hire? And then ultimately, to your point, realize 80% of the merchandise you carry is carried by somebody else. And that doesn't make it, you know, if, if that scares you, then you're probably not cut out for it. But if you can say, yeah, but I'm going to do it. Here's my unique hook I'm going to do, right? So I'm even going to use Drift on my website maybe that's a piece of it maybe they're going to say i'm going to do inbound marketing i'm going to figure out how to how to blog about five reasons you need to buy wool over cashmere i don't know mm -hmm. or why corn i don't know colored apricot pudding is better than uh, chocolate or whatever it's going to be you're going to have that and then you're also going to say but the key is still going to be it's going to be a more human interaction in an increasingly technological world and i think ultimately that's what you're trying to solve and ultimately what we're all trying to be right because if if, if products are becoming commoditized, then one has to say, if you go up one level, then aren't we all becoming commoditized? If we're really just a lead, if I'm really just a, a thing to get away, get away from or get your money, then ultimately that's going to make us, I think, again, more lonely and more anxious. Yeah, you need a point of view. Some point of view, right? You need a strong point of view and you need to relentlessly beat your brand point of view and your brand promise into people over time, right? And you need to fulfill that promise though on the back end. 
Yeah, because that's the that's the key to me is the I'm I'm much more you know fulfill it on the back end all the time because anybody can say this is what we do. I mean, we see it in retail all the time. You know, this is the kind of service we provide. And then you go into a store and you're like, dude, why did I even come into this store? It's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. But somebody made me believe it. Somebody made me think uh, that's been better. When you when you get over overwhelmed or unfocused, I mean, or you've lost your t- focus temporarily, what do you do? I know you're a skier. I know you're a golfer. But what do you uh, what do you do to kind of recharge? Because you're pretty high energy. You're a prior, pretty high energy uh, guy to begin with, and you're in a very fast moving technological world so you have to unplug at some point and do something what what would yours what would your go-to thing be other than those things you mentioned it's really about uh, taking time to do a lot of reading i love reading um and actually that that helps me reflect so i I would i would find um things that interest you and it doesn't have to be like business related right it could be any i love personally uh books that are related about how businesses this is my like thing and and this is from businesses from like a hundred years ago to now how businesses succeeded and failed right like so and some of these books are all-time classics some of them um i'll read once and never read again but like one book that i think actually can help a lot of people in retail uh that i recommend you read and i want to know if you read this bob yet is influenced by robert cialdini oh sure i mean it's, it's a key book right well, it's, it's ultimately what kind of put the new stake in the ground, right? Which is where everything kind of spread up from. Like, oh, it's all about influencing people. It's not banning you over the head. It's making you want to come to us. hundred percent. And I'll give everyone else listening to the podcast right now another book that might be like, I don't know if I would, if I would read it, if you, if you folks would read it in terms of like, you know, if you're in retail, but I think you would learn so much if you actually did read it. You probably would never pick it up because it's more of like an online book. Like, why would I read this? It's called Expert secrets by russell brunson expert secrets i think that's a great book he's also got a book called the dot-com secrets two amazing books too wow i those two i'm not familiar with but then i'm not an online guy like you so there's that there's that when are you going to write your book man and so funny enough i'm writing a very very short book about why long commutes are good And your target market here is? I don't know. I just want to write this. I don't know if it's going to be a print or if it's just going to be digital. But I have, I've had a long commute since 2010. And I know for a fact why I love long commutes. And obviously, some people are going to be completely in disagreement with me. But again, I have a strong point of view. I have examples and facts to back this up. And it's going to be like a 50, 60-page book that's going to be jam-packed with examples and action, uh, actionable advice. And uh, that's the book. Dude, it's got to be an audio book. Are you kidding? They're going to be on a log. They're going to be on a log. Oh, long commute. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> I want people to have a, have, a, have a copy, though, like either digital or, or physical. But no, no, it definitely will be an audio book. You'll be able to get through that audio book, though, in like maybe probably hopefully one day. Like one, one commute. One commute in, one commute home. I like that. I like that. Great. Well, listen, how can they find out more about the work that you do, my friend? There's two places. There's, there's this new thing called Drift Insider. <laughs> Drift, oh. Drift Insider, Bob. Have you heard about this yet? I have not heard about Drift Ooh, Insider. You've got to become a member. It's, there's a free membership, but then there's also a, a $99 a year premium online exclusive learning community. So that's Drift Insider Plus. Uh, check either of those out. You're going to get so many of our secrets, especially on the Insider Plus side. But if you just want to learn about conversational marketing, we published a book. There's, there's the conversational marketing book that came out a couple months ago. It's one of the best sellers on Amazon. You can find it everywhere. 
Uh, you can basically find it in any airport bookstore if you if you are traveling a lot. Um, and then just drift.com. I, I just went to Drift Insider, and what was the first one I saw? How to do a podcast. Well, I hope that I at least <laughs> some of. <laughs> I hope I at least hit some of those, my friend. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, and continued success, my friend. Likewise, Bob. Take care. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Bye. That brings us to the close of another episode of Tell Me Something Good About Retail. I'm Bob Vibbs, your host, known as the Retail Doctor, based in the United States. Tune in next week when we have another set of movers, shakers, influencers, vendors, and brick-and-mortar retailers, all there to make you a smarter retailer.